Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. Sweet. Still going? Is it losing steam? Is that too loud? No. You sure? Yeah. That's good. It's all right. All right. Okay. So this is episode 53. 53. Yeah. We on? We're on. Cool. Um, Still getting consistent plays on the podcast despite our lack of consistent episodes. So we really appreciate uh, everyone out there who's either listening... Um, catching up on the old ones or re-listening to I the think old we're ones. Consistent, we're like monthly. But yeah, it's yeah, still consistent. Right, but we've been uh, our plays haven't really dropped off at all. Really? Yeah, it's which is totally goes against what I how I actually I talked to a lot of people that say I checked this one and that one. Yeah, so. um, had a lot of people. I've you know when we were at the uh, nice little party that uh, Katie had for mm-hmm. Chandon, a lot of people were like, "Where the hell's the podcast?" Yeah, so that's, that's what I get to. What's yeah, the next one. So I think. Um, we're going to kick ourselves back into gear here a little bit. we got a few good ones lined up. got a good one next week. we got a good one next week with Brittany Seaman. What's the name of the for, or her practice that she works I think at? It's Sport and Spine Clinic. Sport and Spine Clinic, mm-hmm. and she's a chiropractor. She is a chiropractor. Chiropractor, And Great. she worked on me twice now. Yeah, helped you out. You had a neck shoulder. I got two shoulders and a like a adductor, and they're really painful, and she's helping me. Yep, awesome. And you were able to kind of just like drop in too, right? I took a shot at it, and she said, you come back in 30 minutes, I'll fix you up. That's pretty good. Well, she'd been in here previous to that, to, to start her, you know, promoting her practice. Yeah, yeah. So, I gave her a shot. Took a risk, and it worked out in your favor, I and now we got a good... And now we got a good... Uh, You're a big gambler, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, I know that about you. <laughs> uh, so, she'll be in next week. She'll um, be in, yeah, she was quite excited about it. Uh, coming up in the near future, I'm hoping to get uh, Mark Ironfield on here. I talked to him about it. He's he, in greed and kind, right? He, yes. Um, for those who don't know, he's... Uh, one of our biggest supporters. Yeah, one of our biggest supporters. One of the biggest lifters. Good lifter. Yeah. Great lifter. Great supporter, though. That's a big... That's even bigger to me. Yeah, exactly. And he, uh, he comes up every other week every from, other Massachusetts week from Massachusetts to train. So, doesn't get much... You don't get much more commitment than that. Um, and I'm thinking we're going to try to get some uh, more Iron Will folks on here eventually. You talk to Julian. Yeah, talk to him. I, I haven't yet, but I'm sure he'll be. Uh, I'm sure he'll be interested. Yeah, I'm going to turn this down just a little bit. This might sound loud. Sorry if it sounds like we're yelling at people. There we go. That's probably better. All right. So uh, this is kind of the uh, the August 2018 push pull recap. Recap of the meet. Yeah. So um, it was held right here. It was held right to our good friends. Um, Thank you to our good friends at AutoSound. Yes, AutoSound. Who said anytime we want, anything we need. Makes it super convenient, right next door, just the right amount of space. Got that old school feeling. Yes, that's right. Concrete floors. Concrete floor, warehouse feel. Tools everywhere. <laughs> Used cars. Used cars, new cars. Um, so there were 27 lifters. Yep. Um, we ran them through in two hours and 15 minutes. That was insane. I was just going to say, so I had, because I wasn't really paying attention to the whole thing, but I know that... The first bench flight went through in a half hour. Is that it? Yeah. And there were more bench... There was a few bench only... There was a lot of bench only that padded that total. Exactly. So, that's crazy. Yep. So, Uh, thanks to the spotters and loaders. Huge shout out to the spotters and loaders for getting that done. Um, Cool to see 
uh, you know, old lifters up there, new lifters up there, future lifters up there. uh, Steve Munn, he's in there in that list there. Yep. I used to lift with him in the late 70s. Yeah. Oh, shit. What's your password? Uh, Here, I got you. (laughs) Don't say it online. (laughs) (laughs) It's my thumbprint. Yeah. There. I can't. You can't definitely copy can't that. replicate that. Steve Munn, I forget how old he is, but I, he started lifting back in the late '70s, and he did one meet in between, and this is his first meet since uh, I don't know 1991. He had a 200-pound bench. It looks like. Yeah, that was his strong. That was always his strong lift. That's he used awesome. to be a three-lift guy. Yeah. Yeah. So glad to see him back. Hope yes. you come back again, Steve. Yeah. So I want to give uh, you know just a shout out to some of uh, the guys who had their very first meet. Mm. Um, where are we here? Just looking right at him. Um, well, not his first meet, but um, Nick Hodgkin. Strong little guy. Super, not strong, big guy. Yeah, super strong. Ridiculously ripped. Trains here. I think he put 80 pounds on his bench mm-hmm. and 90 on his deadlift or mm-hmm. something insane. Incredible to see He's that. Strong, big guy. I didn't mean little guy. <laughs> big He's coming after you now. Yeah. Um, huge shout out to Ryan Vale. Great to meet him. That kid's a meeting. I want to get him here. I do too. He's a move here. <laughs> Well, he's just—he's got a training gig up there, and he could do it here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's in Bethel, I think. Yes. How far that away is it? Uh, hour fifteen, maybe. Okay. Depending on uh, how heavy your foot is. I'll rent him a moving truck. There we go. Offer is on the table, Ryan. Um, but huge day for him. He had the. Uh, he attempted seven oh five. Attempted seven oh five. A very good attempt at that. Just needs a few training changes, and he'll be. Pull over seven. Yeah, uh, he pulled. He did break the three hundred kilo barrier, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Um, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Bill Segler, doing his very first meet ever after what a twelve hour shift overnight. Yeah, he didn't sleep. He hadn't slept yet when he rolled. In. And it was a rough shift, I guess. Uh, and he, so I, you'll do the math better than I can. Yeah. Just under four forty, one hundred and ninety two kilos. Uh, he did four thirty eight or not no, bad. For, me, he tried for he made four twenty four. He did 407 and 424, and then he missed on the... Technical, or did he miss it? A little bit of both. Gotcha. Um, Still, awesome to see him kind of under control with his benching. and going to manhandle the weights. Oh, yeah. Very soon. Yeah, uh, expect huge numbers out of him. Um, Always awesome to see uh, Randy. I know he didn't have the day that he was looking for, but still... It's too bad because he handled those weights in here. I know. Watching him crank 540. Like nothing. Yep, and uh, got a little stuck up on his opener there. He's going to change shirts. He's going to do a new shirt. Gotcha. Got a shout-out to our buddy AJ doing his very first meet. He went six... Two PRs. Yep, two PRs. Um, Nate Roy, gotta gotta love seeing him. Uh, What a nice deadlift. I did not know he had that in him. He came over to my house afterwards. I knew he was close. I... Did, I didn't know he could pull over five. So to watch five twenty three, before that. No, in here. I mean, at the meet, I mean. he pulled five sixty two at the meet. He did. Yeah. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> oh, I thought he pulled five twenty. No, he pulled five sixty. Saturday. Yeah. Sorry, Nate. No, so that he tied my meet uh, deadlift now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, on his very first. At what body weight? I think he's like two forty ish. Okay. So I, yeah. <laughs> I did not. I thought he stopped at five twenty three. No, he got 562. So he's on the road to 600. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a race now. Yeah. Me and him. Yeah. Um, and then I just I want to give a huge shout-out to uh, Rob, benching 475. 468. Yeah, so that's 212 kilos at a 242 weight class. Uh, two, he's a light 75er. Yeah, it looks like he... 246. Yeah, he came in at 246. He was yeah. close. Yeah. Um, but he's on his way to 500. Yes. Raw. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. And uh, Terry Stinson, her first meet, four of six. 
She missed one of each, I think. Yep. Pam McKegg had a good bench she wanted. Her yeah, she's been going for that for a while. That deadlift's still, still not there, but she'll get it. Uh, any other first-timers? Al. Big Al. Big Al made his uh, silver medal. Yes. In the bench. He got a 170, I think. Yes. Right? Yes. That's... Um, How many kilos? Big Al, that's 77 and a half kilos. So that's uh, 154 plus 10%. Yeah. yeah. 170, right? There it is. So, yes. Good list all around. And to everybody else that I'm uh, not giving a shout-out to, you all did great. Thanks for coming. Um, Who's the other big deadlifter dude? I... Well, let me see here. I remember he said he was from he, Massachusetts, he well I think. Look for a 3,000 kilo or a high 200 kilo. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I wasn't even looking at that. High 200 kilo or a 3, maybe. Clearly, we did not prepare this extremely Tom well. Right? Tom. Tom. See somebody named Tom? <laughs> I don't. I'm blind though. Tom Adams. Tom Adams. He pulled. He pulled into the sixes. Yeah, 285 kilo. Yeah, so that's deadlift. that's around 630 something. Yeah, think, so that was awesome. Yeah, I think that was his first time here. It might have been his first. I don't know if it was his first meet or not. But his first time here. Well, we want to see more him. And it was Ryan Vale's first meet, I believe. Here. Pulling 661. Ever, I think. I think that he's done a three lift. Is that what they said? I think he has. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm fairly certain. Yep. If he hasn't, then he's going to be making waves soon. But right. I think he has. Not in the APF. I'm not sure, but I, I'm pretty sure he has. And how about Trevor Gallant, 402 deadlift? He was hype yeah. about that. Uh, I mean, and a 265, 265 uh, bench. bench. He, it's awesome to, uh, you know, he's in the gym all the time. Yep. See him training all the time. Yep. And to just watch him slowly chip away at it. He was already back today training. Yeah, keeping his head down mm-hmm. and just getting after it. Nothing no, fancy. Yeah, no better way to do it. Yeah, workmanlike. That's right. Um, and I competed as well. Mm-hmm. So I have the best performance. But I feel uh, guilty. You feel guilty? I didn't write you your program, but I handed you that. Well, we'll, we'll go with. It's, there's a couple things, a couple learning experiences in here. But Although um, I did say don't do the reps. I and said, I didn't. I know. And well, I you, did. You, well, I did the three weeks out, but not the two weeks out. Okay. I, I did the single. You broke it down. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I just did one single instead of... It was supposed to be one triple and I did triples. one single. Okay, uh, yeah. Right. I kept the sets the same. Um, but yeah, so weighing in, it's freaking hot. Mm-hmm. No real excuse here, but I weighed in super light at oh, 188. Oh. I weighed in 188 with my clothes on. I didn't you know actually that. gave me the second place medal for 181 <laughs> instead of 198. You must have... I think it must have been for 198, but you probably oh, looked at my weight class over? and... Okay, yeah. we'll fix that. Um... I think I think it was the correct call, but you just said the wrong weight class. I'm sure I looked at it wrong. Yeah, uh, but so the next I uh, ate like crazy once I saw once I had the low weight after in, weighing. Yeah, and so you know I took my uh, lifting prep super seriously, but going into this, I was trying to have more of a relaxed attitude, mm-hmm. just treating it like you know I'm going to hit three heavy singles on bench or deadlift mm-hmm. today, and I'm going to put my singlet on. It's kind of my mentality, but. Once I saw that I kind of weighed in low, mm-hmm. trigger flipped a little bit. That could bit. play with your mind. Yeah, so I uh, went home. I bought all sorts of crap from Amato's. Went home, drinking, doing uh, spoonfuls of, well, not spoonfuls, but spoon of salt water, spoon yeah. of salt water. was able to get all the way up to 195. Oh, really? So good oh. good jump there. Probably about 10 pounds in, in reality. In what period of time? What? What period of time? 
I mean, I weighed in at like four, and yeah. I got back on the scale at like eight thirty a.m. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be curious to have you write that down. Yeah, just okay. salt. All right. I think salt was the biggest thing. I don't okay. think it was the uh, peanut butter cake okay. that I got from Amato's, but okay. that might have had like two pounds. I think the salt was the rest. Um, so, uh, starting with the bench. Bench was definitely like my success. Yeah, definitely my success story for the meet. I um, huge shout out to Ryan Montague who helped me with that. Um, so he helped me with my programming. Also, I've never had this at a meet where he did all my attempts for everything. He just said I gave him my openers and he went from there, which took a lot of stress out of it for you me. Don't have to think. You don't have to think about it. You don't. You you know you do the lift. You don't have to deal with the expediter because I think it's weird sometimes when you're. You go to the expediter and you're like, uh, 185, 187.5, and you're kind of like, I don't care. No, but you're, you're, you, when you see all the numbers, yeah. you're, you're overthinking it. Yeah. And you can go in with a plan and you're like, well, maybe I'll just go a little heavier, maybe I'll just go a little lighter, and it goes out the window. So, kind of decoupling that from, you know, how I felt to mm -hmm. my attempts was very beneficial. Um, so 286 was my opener, 308 was my second attempt, and then I got a five pound PR with 319. So that was a PR. I my last press over three hundred at a meet was all the way back for my very first meet, and that was when which I had how much three fourteen. Okay, uh, but between that time, which I think was two thousand and sixteen, might have been two thousand fifteen. I must have been two thousand sixteen, maybe late two thousand fifteen. Anyways, it I never pressed over two eighty from then to. On, on the platform from then till Saturday because I had to relearn how to bench with my butt oh, down. after that meet? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I hit 286 last... I missed 319 last year at the push-pull. Mm -hmm. um, I missed 314 at the USAPL meet. Right. Um, and then so to finally hit the 319 PR was awesome. So going into deadlifts... So check that off the thing. Yep. Going into deadlifts, and I was three for three. Which felt great. Um, go, so going to the deadlift, feeling really good. Um, except, that, have I told you that lately? So I've been benching a lot more than I usually do. My hands have been killing me. Not so much my grip, but it actually is just I, my hands have felt very fatigued. Mean, like at night, or just later, like with the at the last. You know, when you got your, when you're on your last set, mm -hmm. it's grabbing the bar. Are you wearing the a wrist worst band? thing? On yeah, on bench, not yeah. deadlift. But when are they bothering you? When I'm benching. Do you wear wrist wraps? Yeah. Okay. Are they too tight? That could be it. Uh, I think or it's just fatigue. Or you too early? That could be it, too. I do uh, usually kind of leave them on loose instead of taking them no, all the way No, that's okay. Off. But if you're winding them on and waiting and waiting and then going, then your hands will ache. No, I'll, uh, it's usually pretty short. I think it's just from fatigue, from grabbing the bar be. over and over again. Yeah. Um, so warming up was a little weird. Um, I think my last warm up was like 475. Um, and and you I opened hit, at 540. And I opened at 540, which is the most I've ever opened at. Um, and I cranked it. Yeah, I saw it. Went went real well. So now here's the interesting part. So Ryan helped me with my bench program. Mm -hmm. He didn't help me with my deadlift program. So that's why I feel guilty, even though I didn't write that. <laughs> I handed it to you. No, and it was great. The all the you know I would have never done like block pull. I didn't, I would have never done conventional block pulls on my own mm -hmm. accord. Um, so to do that, and I, f I definitely felt like my lower back got a lot stronger. I hit. Here's some what I'll tell you about. I think you'll find from that. Okay. Your back is much stronger now. 
you didn't get enough sumo technique out of that. I kind of got a strong back right now. Yeah, I that, feel that's like what I think. And what's really interesting, so this is the the second meet in a row where, like, I had prior to the USAPL meet, I had gotten just stuck on the ground on my third attempt deadlift mm-hmm. a few times, but. This time, I cranked it right, or the past two meets, I cranked it right off the floor, and my form's kind of falling apart, which makes me think that I need to do some mid-range block sumo lockout type of, where I was thinking that my biggest issue was off the floor. Now, everybody thinks their issues are, if you, if you know how to lock onto the bar and tension the bar, nobody, very few people have a real issue on the floor. If you lock, if you set up right, you can rock any, any weight you can lift, you can rock it halfway up your shin. Just by rocking back, right? If you know how to set up, so everybody complains about the floor. It's usually not. So I'm really learned that this time. But what I wanted to go back on, and I haven't talked to Ryan about this. I hopefully I could talk to him about this before this goes online. But this is definitely a, a lesson learned for me as having you know having somebody pick my attempts mm-hmm. and me not communicating with them mm-hmm. good enough because I had the plan to do 540, 575, 606, which was exactly what was prescribed in the program you gave me. Mm-hmm. Now, he went 540, 585. Uh, yeah. And when I saw I saw the 585, I, it kind of messed well, up. I remember I asked you, and you said it's already him? Yeah. Because I was surprised, honestly. I, well, I would have I taken you to about 564. Yeah, so, fi- well, the thing is, I had hit 562 in a, a few times now, or well, a couple that times. I set up your third heavy attempt. Yeah, so I, I really wish it could have gone, you know, between 562 and 585. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, a little bit of a head game going into it. Get down, and... Did did, this, you took it on your second and third. I took it on my second and did third. Did the second one come up? The second one came to my knee. That's right. And I just, I came forward. Okay. And, I, you know, I, it was more, than, uh, it wasn't... There was a lot of things kind of against me at that point, mm-hmm. but that was a uh, little. It was you know frustrating on my part. I should have just communicated with Ryan better. You know, I should have. What you had in your mind, right? Yeah. Because you know, I was just like, yeah, you know, again taking the meat as just a heavy. I forgot session. The three attempts were on that program. Yeah. No. It, it's, so they were five forty, five seventy four, and six hundred. Yeah. Okay. So I had rounded up to whatever the kilo equivalent right. yeah. would have been. But, so, that was, um, you know, lesson learned on my part. If you're going to go in with somebody to handle your attempts, just, you got to be, you got to communicate with them fully. Um, you know, probably leave no stone unturned, have the... Give them your comfort zones. Right, exactly. Uh, good, better, best, maybe. So, is that what you would typically do? Would you have, like, th- three attempts per attempt, almost, or... On dead? Yeah, or just on, like, when... So, have you... When you have done meets in the past, would yeah. you have somebody handle your attempts? Or would you yes. always do it? Yes, but I always double check them. I'd always say, "What'd you give me?" Yeah, can and can you change it after it's in deadlift? You can. You can. Yes. On the dead, only on the deadlift. Only on dead. Interesting. Once the flight starts. Right. So I could have gone. You can change your second and third. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, or is it only second, only third? Uh, you can change a deadlift attempt. I can't remember if it's second or third. You can't change the first once it starts. Right. But you can change your... We'll have to double check. You can definitely change your third attempt. Right. Because okay. that's where you would be Th- that's potentially... It down, it, it's good for the sport. Right. Because you can have a little battle going. Yeah, when it gets down to you kilos You can definitely change pounds. that one. I, I have to double check on second. I should know and I don't. 
Um, but it was still, uh, despite you know going one for three on the deadlifts, it was still a subtotal PR, which is good. You know, mid eight hundreds. And, and you pulled 584 halfway up. <laughs> I did a nice static hold, mm-hmm. uh, half a pull with 584. So, um, yeah, now it's the um, the strange period after the meet where you don't really know what to do. Do you lift? Do you not lift? Do you max out? Do you not mix, max out? You probably have a, a decent little deadlift in you right now. You'd probably have a carryover going. Yeah, you think? Yes. So in eight or nine days, if you want to try something, I bet you get something decent. Because I do feel my my back, like my upper back and chest feels destroyed. But it, your lats, is yeah, from, yeah, from that's benching. Um, that tells me you were benching correctly. Doing the uh, yeah, and and also tells me you set up your deadlift right. If your upper back sore, yeah, I you know in lats. The, in the past, I've had um, my pec is hurt from the dead from deadlifting. Yeah, like if like uh. A pulling. I see that a lot. And um, it, I didn't have that. I mean, this time it wasn't like and there was any weird pull or tweak. I just didn't have it. Um, so I was thinking about this. Is probably something we may have covered. But what do you recommend the week after a meet, or the week say, say the week after a push pull? Well, for you, yeah. I think you your bench is good for now. You hit your PR. Yeah. But I think you have a deadlift left in you. That's what I think. Not this week. Sometime next week. So like uh, twelve days after the meet or something so like that. This, so day after tomorrow will be a week. Yep. What's your deadlift day? Uh, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. No, when's your squat day? Thursday. It's Thursday. Yeah. So, do something this week, this Thursday. You're gonna squat and deadlift or something? Yeah. Well, I've been doing light like goblet squat stuff to keep. Yeah, and then you normally deadlift. No, I uh lately yes, lately I have been. So do go up to three plates for a couple of speed reps. Yeah. And then next Thursday, if you feel good, pull something, even if it's not on the floor. Yeah. Two or three pads. I bet you there's something there. I bet you have a little rebound. Well, it's interesting. I see a lot of people. You know, really. You have to keep your head into it. You follow me? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Keep, I'm going to do something in ten days. You right. Have to keep thinking like that. Right. But you, it is funny because you do see a lot of people that uh. You know, really, uh, the lifters who really know what they're doing, who end up hitting another, you know, adding another five pounds onto their deadlift a, a week out. Do you, you, get to, you get the carryover, but a lot of times they didn't have a good meet. The carryover comes from backing it all the way off and going again because they train too heavy going in. So do you, do you think that's an issue with peaking at the wrong time? Yes. Or is that just a, a byproduct of... No, it's an issue of not knowing how to peak and leaving it in the gym. Then the carryover comes a week later. Gee, I did it a week later. Or I handled it two weeks ago. Right. Well, I I think you see a lot of people peaking too early is pretty obvious. You know, you just go, you get two in your head before the meet, and you want to. Peaking too early is really equals training too heavy. Right. But peaking too late, I think, is interesting. It's just peaking too late is just a carryover from your training. You probably overtrained, and now you get that little recovery period. You're ready to do. I think your deadlift. I think your bench is fine. You you hit it and you yep. left it there. Yep. Which is what you wanted. Exactly. But I still think you got a little deadlift left in you. Yes. All right. So I think. Maybe so what's your best meet deadlift? Five sixty-two. Even if you pull five seventy-five. Yeah. Or five seventy. Five seventy. I pulled five seventy-five off the floor in here because that was supposed to be the last prescribed I triple. I saw that. Which. The, so it was the, supposed to be a triple. Yeah, and there was yeah. no way. Part of the reason I'd ripped the, sh- the Christ out of my hand yeah. 
the week before, mm-hmm. um, doing a five fifty five triple that mm-hmm. went really well, mm-hmm. and you know, feeling really good on my deadlifts after that. But then that's when I really started having hand issues mm-hmm. using the straps. I hate using yeah. straps for sumo now because you spend I spend too much time bent over. I can't get my breath right. I never. It doesn't feel like it's really the same movement that is when I do hook grip or mixed grip. Okay. So, that's why I feel bad. Because I just gave you that program and you said, oh, it's the right amount of weeks. I'll do it. Well, it was, we should have talked more about it. It was. It also was a guy who had pulled 540 max and was going for 600. I know that. But he also had gear on, I believe. Right. But that would have assumed that the 540 pull was in gear. Right. So that I didn't have, you know. Right. So I still, I know you can pull six hundred. I've seen you pulling, so I know you can do it. Yeah. What's your next meet goal? What's your next? I know your goal. What's your next meet? My next meet, it's probably not going to be October. Mm-hmm. So, but it probably won't be till next, uh, early next year, February oh. maybe. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can pull. You'll pull six hundred. Yeah, if I got to. Uh, if you want, I'll tell me what it is. I'll, you can, you, you can. I'll write you something. You can throw it out if you don't like it. But when would be the next meet after the October? Uh, Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> it might be the Christmas meet there. <laughs> I forgot about Christmas that. Christmas and then May for us. I don't know. Oh, May, May. There, okay, right. I was trying to think when the uh, the summertime. Well, I was trying to think if you had another winter or. Uh, it's May. There's obviously, one, there's one in New Hampshire the weekend after ours. November. In November. Yep, Concord, New Hampshire. Because I've got a commitment on the 28th of October. This is November 1st or 2nd or something. That's real close. It's a uh, SPF. You heard of, heard of them? Southern? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that the... They're really similar to the APF. Don't they have some funky, like, uh, they, they have a deadlift with straps and, no. like, a oh, slingshot? No, I don't think so. I thought that... Yeah, that's another one. That's another one. No, they're pretty similar to us. They're just kind of an option. Monolift. Monolift, gear if you want, none, none if you don't want. Yeah. Same idea, same rules. Good bunch of guys. You know where that? what gym that's going to be at? It's, at? it's in Concord, New Hampshire at the the One Fitness or something. I forget. Something gotcha. Like yeah. Did we ever... Uh, I got a copy of the entry blank if you want one. I just realized we never, uh, we never did the announcements. For? For the October meet. We will. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say we never did it. We will. Um, we have entries already. People are already entering. Really? Yes. Nice. Well, let's do it. Let's just do it real quick. All so, right. Um, October twenty seventh, Westbrook Armory. That's right. It's gonna be completely redone. That by then. Also. Oh, it's gonna I, be renovated. I talked to the guy yesterday. So. Well, it was already renovated in my book because I've been there when it was pretty beat up. Yeah. But now it's gonna have a new floor, everything. So that's October twenty seventh. I've confirmed it with him. Just to double confirm. And the um, he said you're going to like this place now. And it's already uh, the, the the polls are open. We're ready to the, sign up. I think the entries are out there. And Great. We've already gotten a few. So. Excellent. Um, yeah, that yeah. I wish I could. That's the day before that I have my. I got a test that I got to take on yeah, the 28th. No, just do it when you're ready. But yeah. if you want, I'll I'll get you 600. All right. If you like the program, if you don't like it, don't do it. Yeah. I uh, we'll we'll talk about it more off air because there's some things that have worked really good for me and some things that I don't think I got too much carry over. So I want to just get your opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so uh, to go back to uh, my original question, what for the average, you know, maybe or 
kind of general advice for people on what to do the week after a meet or the mm-hmm. week after a push pull, maybe versus a. If you're satisfied, like AJ got everything he wanted, so he's just going to start training again. You left something on the platform. Go back and get it. I, that's my opinion. I did it myself a couple of times, mm-hmm. and it worked. You know, the biggest like urge that I have after doing training for the push pull is to just start squatting again. I kind that's of, fine. I've uh, my squatting kind of just became an accessory for the deadlift. If you squatted this week and squatted before you deadlift next week, I think you'll pull something decent. But you have to have your mind into it. You yeah, can't yeah. say, I'm just finished a meet, I'm done. Right. You have to stay hungry. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's something that I definitely, uh, I think, I, you know, it, it's it, it's real, because the, the week before the meet and after the meet, I, I'm, I'm always the most excited for the meet, like the day that the program starts. Yeah. And then the day that I'm, the, the deload week always messes with me because I'm not in the gym. I, I've probably talked about this after every meet recap that I've done, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it just, I have a really hard time keeping my head in the game during deload week. That is one of my biggest challenges. And that's the week before the meet. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you don't have anything much to do. No, and it's, you know, you kind of get the, oh, i got to get this over with. Uh, so you ought to be hungry. Yeah. You don't have a deload right now. If you you know, I think you could pull five sixty off two or three pads. Okay. Don't worry about pulling off the floor. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to do a lot more uh, change messing with that height a little bit. And uh, we got a new one. We got a new exercise of the week coming too. We're going to do These low isometric pulls. Oh. In the rack. Have you have you guys been doing those? No, I just learned them. I've seen uh, people do that for bench also. Yeah, I don't dare to do it because of my shoulders, but. You don't need any weight. Right. It's with an empty bar. Yeah. So You're just hanging on. I'm going to shoot them this week, maybe. Gotcha. You can set that up, the racks. Oh, you I guess can because I'm going to use. We have to use blocks on the bottom. I don't have enough bars to do that. Right. It would be sweet if we could get another we set of We just need one set of bars. Cross bars. Yes. And you can so. pull it off. Yeah, but we'll shoot it with the blocks. And yep. it'll work just as well. Um... Because remember, there's no plates. Right, no. And you're so you're getting... Uh, I just saw... Uh, pulling about three inches. Four inches. Right, just enough to get yeah. the full tension. I'm telling you, this whole sport is about speed. Speed and speed, uh, yes. speed and form. Yeah. <laughs> um, so something, I'm not sure if you saw this, but did you see that Ed Cohn FaceTimed Leo? I did. How... So I woke up in the morning and, uh, you know, get my shit together. That was a gift from his wife-to-be. Yeah, so, yeah. Now she's his wife. Or is, congrats, uh, congrats to him. As of yesterday. As of Saturday, right? Yeah, if they're still married. If they're still married. We don't know that. We haven't seen him. We'll find out in a week. If, we might never find out, actually. The picture that Ed Cohn posted may be the last we ever see of him. Um, no, but I just wanted... It's such a cool little tiny... Act of kindness yeah. that just goes such a long way. He was so happy, I guess. I well, can you imagine? Yeah. You know, Ed Cohn is a really good guy. And to um, for his wife coordinating that, mm-hmm. you know, going out on a limb to, uh, you know, there was a lot of posts on there. You know, I think that picture got like six thousand likes or something. Really? And you scroll through it, and every every other comment is like, "You better marry that damn woman." <laughs> then they're probably still married. Of course they are. So I think they're in uh, they're Ireland. In Ireland. No, Scotland. Scotland. Scotland, yes. 
Um, so probably have some pretty similar weather to what's going on I over guess, here. I guess so. Similar yeah. weather, similar food. I think so. Um, excellent. So again, next week, we've got uh, Brittany Seaman. Brittany Seaman will be on a week from tonight. Yes. Uh, the f- we have another guest coming up. We, we won't say that we confirm. Right. Which would be in the next couple of weeks. Yep. So we, I just got to. So we're going to confirm. We got a bunch of people. I just got to confirm which dates are which. It's right. kind of they're floating. I mean, Mark's just going to be coordinated whenever he's up here. We'll probably do it that way, right? Yeah. Okay. So he'll kind of have, just have that Same priority. Trip. Right. Um, would you be able to come in early for a podcast to do that? Maybe before he lifts versus yeah, after on a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. All right, because I'm sure that would work better for everybody. Yeah. And uh, we'll get the Iron Will guys on here. Uh, you know they're. Uh, they're still growing, and it's just cool to uh, catch up with them, see what's going on on the other end of Westbrook. Julian is a good lifter. He's a hell of a lifter. Um, he's been... Uh, I think he pulled around six. He, I want to say he pulled 575. Okay. I think he's going to be beat on everything but the squat. Is he... Oh, wait, class is he? He, he used... Or he has competed 165 and... One, or maybe he was 181 on both. He trained here for one meet. Yes. He did his whole training cycle. Yep, and I think that, that was his very first meet, and that was 181. That was okay. where he got best lifter four years, I believe. Uh, oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure at his last meet, he was either one... I want to say he was 198. When I saw him this past weekend, he was he weighed more than I did. So he's gone from 168 to 195. But is he still training for this kind of thing? He's been. I think that after the last meet, he's taken. Uh, I think he's still lifting weights, but I think he's been uh, training jujitsu a little bit. Huh? So I want to get into that too. You know, uh, kind of okay. how that shifted around because that's something that I'm thinking about doing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll get him in. Um, and um, he also. I mean, he has. A, I don't know if it's kinesiology, but he has. A he's four, got a background. He's got a background yeah. in this, so it'd be cool. And I don't really know much about it, so right. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, he used to be here during the day a lot when he was training. I used to talk to him. Yeah, I think that there's a few of those guys that want to uh, kind of pick this up as the the home away from home gym. Oh, cool! You yeah. mean from over there? Yeah. Oh, is there any other powerlifters there? Well, there's quite a few people that is, a lot of them run a powerlifting split. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they got to jump into a meet. Yeah, that's right. October I think October twenty seventh. October twenty seventh. I'm sure you'll get quite a few uh, Iron Will. They always have. They always support. They, sh- they show up pretty big. Yeah. Uh, speaking of support. Um, Peggy Lavertier, thank you. I was just going to say, pretty cool when you go into the meet and the two ladies running the door yeah. are American record holder and someone who just attempted a world record squat the weekend before. Yes. So, doesn't get much cooler than that. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Hank Chiazzo for being the photographer. Oh, again. Yes. He's uh, very good at that. He's figured it out. I think he's the perfect fit for what we need as a photographer. Um, photos aren't, are not out yet. I okay. meant to ask Emily when they would be. I saw um, him. I said hello to him. Um, he had his shirt on. Yep, and he uh, he had a little nice little post. Uh, he had a little recovery ham Italian afterwards. Oh, he did? The official sandwich he of... Uh, he needs some recovery work. That's right. Um, yeah, photo- photographing it can be... Uh, you know, working those meets is... You feel very tired. You're not as tired as a lifter, but it takes a lot out of you. So, again, a always a huge thank you and huge shout out to those and volunteering. That's Hank Chiazzo. Hank Chiazzo. Okay. Yeah, and just a big shout out to all the spotters and loaders. Is he related to Tony? He is. Oh. We found that out during his interview. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I can't remember anything. It's all right. I uh, 
I had to re-listen to a couple podcasts before we did this one to make sure that we weren't going to double cover a topic. Different information. Yeah, okay. I just started, started repeating. I mean, we've been, we've been doing it for we a year now. Past. Yeah. But our um, our editor doesn't uh, let us know when we. No, you're the editor. Right. We don't hear anything from <laughs> corporate. All right, Matt. October twenty seventh. Remember it. That's Book right. It. We could use uh, October 26th. We need help in the morning. If you are, if you're not thinking that you're going to be able to do the meet and you still want to help support the community, um, get yourself into the meet for free. Get yourself a lunch. Get yourself t-shirt. a t-shirt. Get yourself up close and personal yep. with some monster lifts. Set up on the 26th, or we need uh, spotters and loaders and breakdown on the 27th. Yes, and I will say, I just want to throw it out there. I used to think that spotting and loading was the worst job ever. Mm-hmm. I did it. I enjoyed myself. It's kind of fun, right? If you, yeah, just it's nonstop. You and the best way to do it is you and your training buddy got to be on the same side because mm-hmm. you got to you got to have that flow. You got to have that relationship yep. with someone where you could bump into people, you can make the mistake, you can kind of yell at them, but it's all good, you know, because it it just runs smoothly and it, it's fun. You're right there. You you don't get any closer to the 800 pound benches or the 900 pound squats. And you, if you're really into it, you pick up technique. You do. You, you pick up. Watch. You pick up technique. You pick up lots of cues. That's one thing that's interesting too. You because you, you're right there when their coach is screaming at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So, so. it's very, um, you know, it seems like high risk, low reward, but uh, I guarantee you'll be feeling good we afterwards. Do, we do everything we can for you. If you want to help us out, we'll do all we can. That's right. So, and that's going to sneak right up on us. It's coming fast, yeah. man. It's Summer's gone, pretty much. I mean, normally it's November, so this one's going to sneak up. Excellent. All righty, we will be back in Studio 132 next week. Next week, we are the men without issues. That's us. All righty.